Hey there, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Own Karma today. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm super excited. I've got some new things coming up for the podcast for season two coming up. So stay tuned for that announcement. I will probably go live on Instagram or Facebook pages. So be looking for that if you're interested to hear what's next on the podcast and on the full moon on the 16th, which is Monday, I will be publishing another full moon bonus episode. And there's going to be some upcoming news about the karma files as well. But last week we started talking about things that we should be not doing anymore. Just stop doing these things. And I went through the first eight last week. So if you missed it, you might want to go back and listen to that. Although it doesn't really matter what order you listen. Um, And I have the last eight for you today. And this will be wrapping up this season of Mind Your Own Karma, the first season. I think I've done 26 episodes or so. So I'm super proud of myself. And I'm so glad that you're listening and enjoying the podcast so far. So let's keep going. I am on number nine of the things we need to stop doing. Number nine is silencing your voice and not naming your needs. Yeah, don't silence your voice, people. Don't be a martyr. Just don't do it. It it really doesn't serve any purpose. And you really don't get what you're seeking out of being a martyr. Silencing your voice to keep the peace. Whose peace are you keeping? It's certainly not your peace. So when you silence your voice, You are teaching people how to treat you. They think it's okay because you're not speaking up. You're saying it's okay to do that to me. It's okay to say that to me. It's okay to treat me like that because I haven't told you not to. I haven't told you it hurts me. And if you don't tell that person these things hurt me, how are they going to know? How are they going to know to change their behavior? It's not fair to be mad and bitter at someone for the way they treat you if you don't voice to them that it's not okay. And I know it can be scary to be vulnerable and voice your needs to someone. Trust me, it's so difficult depending on the person. I mean, what if they reject you? What if they make fun of you? What if they belittle your needs? What if they don't want to change their behavior? But what if they do want to change their behavior? What if they do? What if they don't realize it's hurting you? And they're like, oh, yeah, I can make that change. I can do that for you. What a huge thing, right? You have to take the chance because if you don't, that bitterness will come out of nowhere. And that other person will be blindsided and wonder, what the heck just happened? Why are you mad at me? Like, I didn't know that bothered you. And now you're just coming at me. So guess what? That's when you got to get that mirror out and look at yourself and say, that was my fault. No one's a mind reader. And sometimes I think we feel like it's just common sense that someone should do this or that, or that they should know what my needs and wants are. And I've heard so many times people say, why didn't they know that about me? They've known me for 20 years. How come they don't know that about me by now? probably because you haven't said anything. (laughs) I mean, you're setting yourself up for the biggest expectation letdown of all time. 
I'm not saying that sometimes people do ignore things that they know they should be doing, but your hands aren't clean unless you have verbalized that. And unless you have verbalized what you want and need, your hands aren't clean. So if you do that and they still refuse to change, then maybe a bigger conversation needs to be held. Maybe that person can't make the change. Maybe it's compromising their boundaries. And that's a bigger discussion to be had, but at least you're having it. And at least you know where everyone stands so that you can decide what you need to do from there. Number 10 is overthinking about my past and things I cannot change. Have you heard the saying that if you're depressed, you're living in the past? And if you're anxious, you're living in the future? And if you are at peace, you're living in the present. You don't have any direct control over the past or the future in this present moment. The only thing you can control is this present moment. You know what you can do with the past, though? You can learn from it. And that's super important, right? Should have, could have, would have. Those things just don't matter anymore. But I will. I can, and I'm going to, those things matter in the present moment. So to look at the past to learn something is good and beneficial, but to dwell on the past with regret or hurt or sadness isn't where you want to dwell. That is in the rear view mirror and you aren't going that way anymore. So take responsibility where you need to and learn from whatever mistakes you have made. Take what you need and leave what you don't from the situation. And most of all, forgive yourself. When we know better, we do better. And sometimes we don't know better. And if that's the case, give yourself a little grace and kindness. Allow yourself to move past it. I mean, giving yourself a life sentence for making a mistake isn't serving anyone not even the person you hurt. So take the proper steps to heal yourself and the ones you hurt and give yourself a pardon already. I'm giving you a get out of jail free card. Like remember Otis on the Andy Griffith show back in the day? Okay, lock yourself up, rest, get your mind straight, get everything straightened out and then let yourself out and move on. Just like Otis did. I love that show. That show was so awesome. Okay, number 11, holding on to people I've outgrown because of the time I invested in them. We either hold on because of time invested and it's comfortable for us, or we hold on because we feel bad about letting people go. We feel like we're abandoning them, and certainly there can be a fine line there. You know, you don't want to start dumping people left and right if you haven't given them any communication along the way. But inevitably, there will be times that pruning needs to happen on your tree, on your tree of life. And I'm sure you've been pruned probably off other people's trees too. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel so hot, but it's part of life and we evolve and grow. And sometimes that takes us in different directions and no hard feelings. We just just don't take it personal. There doesn't have to be like a huge disagreement or argument sometimes. 
because sometimes love just isn't enough to hold things together. I mean, there's so much more to relationships than just love. And if it were only that easy, if it were only that easy, right? Just ask yourself if you are a better person because you have this other person in your life. Do they elevate you or do they bring you down? That is your indication right there. How do you feel? How does this person make you feel? Use that how do I feel compass because it is never wrong. Going on to number 12, going along to get along. Sometimes it it feels easier to go with the flow, but sometimes there is no flow and you're not going anywhere. You're stuck in the same spot doing the same thing. Autopilot. And every day is Groundhog's Day. And I get that that can be comfortable and that people can be okay with being going along to get along because it's predictable and familiar. And, you know, sometimes just picture yourself, you're in this little boat in this stagnant, still water. And that white water might even be toxic, but you're floating just a little above the toxic water, sitting in your little raft or your little boat. So it's okay because I'm not touching it. I'm just right above it. Yeah, it's comfortable, but you're not going anywhere. It's boring. (laughs) Boring. But it's easy, right? Boring is easy. Um, I mean, just, just ask yourself this one question. Are you really happy sitting there? I mean, really happy, you might be content, but that is different than being happy. I bet bet you're not. I bet you're not happy. And if you are okay with that, then go ahead and float right there. But you're missing out on the fun. You're missing out on seeing all the scenery and the different things and the thrill of the rapids and experiencing anything new. I get it though. I mean, you don't, you don't want to make any waves by trying to paddle out of there, but going along to get along is a wasted life. It's a wasted life. You weren't created to just sit there and be comfortable. You're created to do something, something great. Get out there and paddle, make waves, splash somebody, (laughs) or better yet, be daring and get off your floaty and swim. Try something new. Making waves can be fun. Just do it and see what happens. Okay, number 13. Overlooking my blessings and comparing my life to someone else's. It's so hard not to compare, isn't it? But the hard truth is you have created your own reality. So everything you have or don't have is because of you and the choices you have made and your mindset. But the good news is that you can still have everything you want. I mean, I'm still striving for that every day. And I'm still learning this concept too. I mean, I believe it. But trying to get your mindset right to receive is the hardest part. And aligning your thoughts and feelings with a vibration of what you want can be hard. I'm learning it right now. I'm practicing it. And... I mean, I'm making baby steps in the category, in this category, and I'm still walking. And I know that the things are coming that I want, but of course, nothing ever comes fast enough, right? 
But overlooking what you already have or saying that what you already have sucks, that isn't going to get you where you want to be. Gratitude is what's going to get you where you want to be. And I've been working on that too, man. I have a situation right now that I just, I just can't get out from under and I feel kind of trapped. But when I have to deal with it, I have to remind myself that it does serve me in a lot of ways. And I have to try to stay in a positive mindset. Otherwise, what happens? My vibration gets low and it's only going to keep me stuck or worse. So I know this and still sometimes it's hard to be grateful, but I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Um, But the other side of the coin is, you know, when we're talking about comparing, being envious of what others have is such a worthless waste of time, especially if you believe in the abundance of the universe and that there is enough of everything for everyone. Because if you believe that, then the only thing standing in your way of what you want is you. And it's not anybody what anybody else has. You're standing in your own way of receiving whatever it is that you want. So it's just trying to unlock that little combination for you. Because I'm sure it's different for everyone else on how to get that vibration raised to the level that you need to to get the things that you want. Everybody's different and you got to figure out your combination. Let's just call it your vibration combination. (laughs) You need to find the combination to your vibration. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Number 14, abandoning myself, my truth, and my integrity to fit in. This is another thing I did in high school, and I have to say I did it as an adult too sometimes, Um, but not anymore. Oh, no, not anymore, because I will definitely try to get along with people. I try to get along with everybody to the best of my ability, and sometimes it does stretch my truth and integrity a little bit, but not at the expense of totally abandoning myself. No way. That's just, that's just crazy. So If you aren't vibing with someone or a crowd of people, that's your cue from the universe that this isn't where you need to be, and these are not your people. Your feelings are never wrong, and in fact, your feelings are like the lighthouse in the fog. It's your guide, and it's the one you can trust. No one is worth abandoning your truth. Nobody. I think we know that, but we do it anyway. I mean, kind of subconsciously, I think most of the time, because we're just trying to go along to get along again and just trying to get through the situation without causing a problem, right? But you can be truthfully you and still not make waves. And when you know better, you do better. So now you know to limit those activities Or if you can, just erase them all together. I mean, they're a waste of time. So just move on if you can. Number 15, waiting for external validation to boost my confidence. Do you know those people that try and fish for compliments? They get their validation from what others think of them. 
I mean, what a lonely place to be. You gotta boost that self-confidence, people. You are perfectly you, and no one needs to validate anything. Trust me on that. I know sometimes it's nice to know or hear that validation, but to sit and wait for the validation? What the heck am I waiting for? What does that do except feed my ego for the moment when I get the validation? That's all it does. In the long run, what does it really get you? Nothing long-term. Nothing. So now you're just sitting there waiting for the next validation after you might get one here or there. I'm not waiting for nothing. I mean, I give myself all the validation. But you know where it is nice to hear some validation for me is at work. But I'm sure everybody knows that you don't hear it often enough. And how many of you only hear from your supervisors when you messed up? I mean, raise your hands. I'm raising mine. Like you are sitting at your desk and you see that phone number pop up and you know that phone number and immediately you know you did something wrong. And you're about to hear about it, right? Yeah, it's nice to hear that you've done a good job sometimes, but I already know that I, I already know I do a good job and I don't need to hear it from anyone else, but it's still nice to hear, but I don't sit and wait for that validation because I already know I do a good job. Number 16, trying to change people who are committed to staying the same. I'm sure you have heard the saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And it's so true because I'm sure we have all tried. (laughs) Like I said last week, um, people will ask you if they need or want your help or opinion. And trying to make somebody change for what you think is is for the better might not be what they have in mind for themselves right now. So People have to be ready and they have to decide that they're tired of their own shit before they decide to make lasting changes. That's just the way the human psyche is. That's the bottom line. I mean, if someone makes a change because you said so, they are just going to resent you and be mad at you because they didn't want to. They're doing it for you and not for them. So it's probably not going to be a lasting habit, whatever it is anyway, because they're not doing it for them. They have to want it. And maybe they like things the way they are and who they are. And who are you to tell them otherwise? I mean, their life isn't your life. I mean, especially when it comes to kids. Boy, do we try to steer them in the right direction. (laughs) which is the direction we think they should go, right? That is just your ego talking to them. Let them be. Let them figure it out. And if they want advice, be the parent that is there to listen and not lecture. Be mindful of how you're saying things. Ask questions and let your child answer. They are going to be more willing to change, in my opinion, if you aren't telling them what to do and how to do it. 
But if you steer them with questions that might make them think of the answer that is best for them, that I think works the best. I mean, try not to say anything like, I wouldn't do it like that, or that's not going to work because I know when people say those kind of things to me, it is not going to have a positive outcome for anybody. So you, and we all want our kids to ask us for guidance, right? That's what we're there for. And if they want advice, they'll ask for it. Usually they'll say, what do you think about this? What should I do about that? And even when they are asking you, what do you think? I think you should respond in a thoughtful way. Don't give advice unless someone has asked for it. But getting back to trying to change people, ask yourself if you like it when people try and change you. Probably not. So let that be your compass. Ask yourself if you would like it if someone did that to you. So let's recap a little bit and go just over the 16 things that we need to stop doing. Number one was arguing with people. Number two, wasting energy on one-sided relationships. Number three, overcommitting my time when I didn't have the energy or I just didn't want to. (laughs) Number four, accepting and excusing toxic behavior because that was more comfortable than change. Number five, allowing dysfunctional people to steal my joy. Number six, trying to fix people as an act of love. Number seven, disregarding your boundaries to fit uncomfortably in other people's lives. Number eight, pretending to be happy when I was hurting. Number nine, silencing my voice and not naming my needs. Number 10, overthinking my past and things I cannot change. Number 11, holding on to people I've outgrown because of the time invested. Number 12, going along to get along. 13, overlooking my blessings and comparing my life to someone else's. Number 14, abandoning myself, my truth, and my integrity to fit in. Number 15, waiting for external validation to boost my confidence. And last but not least, trying to change people who were committed to staying the same. Stop it, people. Stop doing all those things. You will have joy. You will have peace. You will have freedom. It will feel so good. You will feel authentic. You will feel genuine. And you'll be living your best life if you just follow those 16 little things. Okay, so excited for next week. Stay tuned. Like I said, big announcement coming up on season two, totally redirecting and doing something different, but still being authentic and minding my own karma. So stay tuned for that and lots of new things coming up. If you want to connect with me, um, you can do that on Facebook and Instagram. You can email me at mind your own karma. If you, uh, if you just want to talk, if you have a problem, if you want a friend to listen and coach a little bit, um, 
even if you're having some paranormal spiritual things going on. Um, I am literally a jack of all trades. Um, I can help you out with a lot of different situations. So feel free to contact me. I would be happy to hear from you. Don't forget the full moon bonus episode on Monday coming out. That is also taking a little turn from the paranormal. It is going to be so fun and scary. As always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Own Karma podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and comment about this podcast. You have no idea how much this helps to get the word out about this podcast and reach more people. Be sure to click the subscribe tab to get notified of future episodes so you won't miss a thing. You can also find my Instagram and Facebook links below if you would like to follow me there as well. If you would like to send me a message, have an idea for an upcoming episode, or even think you or someone you know might be a great guest on the podcast, you can email me at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. And lastly, if you like true ghost stories, you might want to look into my bonus Karma Files full moon episodes. And if you have any personal ghost stories, you can email or DM them to me and they might get featured on the podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.